the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. KSLR is proud to feature our Church of the Week. Our desire is that you will get to know the pastors and churches in our community and find a church you and your family can call home. Here's the host of our Church of the Week program, Baron Wiley. And thank you so much and welcome to AM630 KSLR's Church of the Week program. This is the part of the show where I remind you, our listeners, this is why we do this here on KSLR. There's a verse in the Bible in 1 Timothy 5.17 that says, Let the elders who rule well be considered worthy of double honor, especially those who labor in preaching and teaching. And so today, I'm very proud, very honored to have here in our KSLR studios the pastor of Rolling Oaks Baptist Church. Welcome to KSLR, Pastor John Bobell. Hi, how are you doing? I am great. How about you? I'm doing great. Merry Christmas. And you too. <laughs> Why not? You know? <laughs> Why not? This, this is the season. Now, Rolling Oaks, of course, we can imagine the name has might have something to do with where your church is located. So first tell us, put the church in our minds there. Where are you at on the map? We're at 6401 Winslow Road, which is right off of Topperwine and 35 North. And if you were to get off on the Topperwine, you'd go down about a mile and you'd fi- find it on the left-hand side. There you go. And if I remember right, when I used to go by it, I'd, I'd come up Wood Middle School, right? Right. It's right, right, right down the road from Wood. Well, very good. Now, I don't know if anybody's told you this, but as I was looking through your, your website, rollingoaksbaptistchurch.com, you, sir, put your cell phone number on there in multiple places. Right. You were the most easily accessible pastor I've ever experienced in my life. That's my goal. Yeah? Why? Well, I think Jesus is pretty accessible, and so should we be. Well, very well said. Well, God bless you for doing that. Yeah. Thanks for coming again here today. So, Rolling Oaks, how long have you been pastor there, sir? I've been pastor there going on 13 and a half years. Well, congratulations. Yeah. Are you from San Antonio? I'm from San Antonio. I was raised here, and I was born in Sacramento, California, but I was only there for a week. (laughs) And my dad got me here as fast as he could, my mother and my father. Military? Uh, He just got out of our Air Force, right? Ah, okay. Good. Mm -hmm. And grew up on... I grew up on the south side of San Antonio. Yeah. A lot of people like to know that. I, uh, I pastored uh, Mayfield Park Baptist Church for 13 years, and I really enjoyed that time. It was a, I grew up over there. I went to South San High School, Terwell's yeah. Middle School, and, and uh, Rayburn Drive Elementary School. Yeah. So very familiar with what goes on in the south side. Um, and again, I, we shared this before the show there, too. You mentioned you also went to C.C. Ball Elementary, which is where I went to. That's right. I went there for a year. Yeah. Uh, my parents decided to move on that side of town and ended up doing that for a year. And no offense, but I was happy to get back where <laughs> home was. Well, guess what? Yeah. I went there for a week and then <laughs> okay. went over to Highland Hills Elementary there yeah. from there. But the rest is history. But proud to call San Antonio home. And as your, I guess your father had roots in the military. Did you have roots in the military too? Did you? I was serve? in the military four and a half years. Yeah. What'd you do? I was uh, in crypto. And that's a. Uh, well, that's that top secret keen stuff. So no, yeah. for, I can't ask you any more questions. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, but we have to kill you. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, don't do that. I served. Uh, I served here in the United States. Took my basic at uh, Fort Polk, Louisiana. Uh-huh. Then Fort Gordon, Georgia, where I met my wife. Oh, how did and, you meet your wife? Well, uh, we were in school together uh, in the military, and I walked by a roll of teletypes. She was sitting there, and I looked at her and said, "I'm going to marry you." Wow! I've never seen her before in my life. Went back and sat down and said, "My God, what did I just say?" Yeah. Three weeks later, excuse me, three months later, we married. Three months later? Three months later. You just knew? Yeah, it was just that way. 41 years now. 
did you have to ask your parents for permission in the, the time? You just did it. No, we just did. You sound it. like a take charge kind of guy, there, Pastor. Well, you know, you haven't met my wife yet. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're listening to KSLR's Church of the Week. I want to run a disclaimer here that the views and the opinions expressed by the pastor. No, that's that's, <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Uh, we're talking to Pastor John Bobell of Rolling Oaks Baptist Church, our KSLR Church of the Week. Uh, so, from the south side to the north side of San Antonio, where Rolling Oaks is, how did you get? How did that happen? Yeah, that's pretty crazy because I love the south side of San Antonio. I grew up there. Uh, mm-hmm. Was very well accepted as a pastor at a wonderful church. And uh, our association had asked me to take a look at a church that was going through some difficult times, and I did. And, and while I was there, I realized that there was a calling of God on me at that time. Mm. Uh, about six months later, I ended up accepting to call the pastor of that church. And uh, again, I've been there for 13 years, and uh, obviously something was right about that calling. Yeah. So yeah. I, and how did you—do you remember that first service? I do. I w- walked up to the, the microphone and looked out, and there was a— Pretty much white church, yeah, and said we need some pepper in here. Yeah, good. yeah, and it was a not that much of a multi-ethnic, multicultural church. Well, you got some pepper in your own home, though, don't you? I do. My oldest son is adopted. We got him in uh, when he was in middle school in the fifth grade, and brought him into our home. And boy, he's been amazing. Well, Three no, tours in, in Iraq. Wow. Yeah, I'd be very proud of your your son too. What's his name? His name is Jonathan. God bless him. They're like me, John. Yeah, yeah. very cool. That, really, was, that really. was his name when you adopted him already? Uh, yeah, it was. <laughs> An interesting story there, uh, sidebar, is that um, he actually adopted us. I believe you. One day uh, after uh, graduating from high school, he asked me to take him downtown to the courthouse. And I, of course, sure, you know, and I took him down there. He went in and came back out and jumped in the truck and said, it's official. I said, what's official? And he handed me an envelope, and I opened it, and and it, it, he had done the name change to Jonathan Bobell. Wow. Of course, I had to pull over because I was crying my eyes yeah. out. And, and this was amazing. And I said, this is the most amazing thing to be adopted by you. Yeah. Yeah. What an inspirational story that is, my friend. Uh, and it's November being National Adoption Month. Mm-hmm. Uh, what a great thing to do. So you are walking the walk, sir. Yeah, we love him. We love him to death and, and the other boys, too. It's an amazing thing. If you get a chance to adopt someone out there take that opportunity to look it over and, and see if, if the option's for you. Yeah, I don't think you have to pray too long before the Lord says, yeah, yeah this you, is what I told you to do. You right? know pretty quick. Something about orphans and widows is uh, is in James somewhere, I think. Yeah, there it is, <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, well, very good. So brag on your other boys, though, if you can. Sure. I, I have, a, of course, I said five sons. So one yeah. of them uh, is in international business. He, he does computer stuff for companies all over the world. I have another son who... Uh, is in uh, medical area, and another one who's a um, athletic director for a school district here in San Antonio called Kip. Yeah. Uh, another one who actually is a, a coach at Kip as well. Would love to take his job someday. <laughs> Sounds like a lot of fun. It huh? is a lot of fun. Yeah, but you like to have fun too, sir. Well, of course I do. I happen to know that you've got a connection with the police department or with the with the sheriff's department. Which one? Uh, is it? It's with the the constables department, yeah. Precinct Three, uh, Mark Voltage here in San Antonio. Uh, I am the lead chaplain for that group, and we take care of the officers and the staff there in that precinct. They give you your own badge? I have an ID. You want I, to yeah, see I'd it? like to see that. Would you like there? to see the yeah, handcuffs, need, too? Need to pull over yeah, here. See, there you see. go. See there? There it is, folks. Yeah, yeah. Wow. You actually have one of our own, our own working here in the station. Yes, we do. And Mark Longoria. <laughs> That's right. That's excellent. So what is the, what is the perks and benefits of, uh, of getting to help our finest? Helping our finest. Yeah. That's it. And how do you how do you practically help them? Uh, well, happens? the other day we had an officer who was involved in a, in a fatality mm. in a motorcycle chase. It was advertised here on the news media, and uh, 
as you can imagine, it's the first time for that to happen to them, and the spiritual support that we provide is amazing. Mm. And so that gives you an idea. We will go with the constable for death notifications, yeah. visit those in the hospital with the family of the officers who are sick. How did, did you volunteer for this role, or did you get recruited? I kind of got recruited one day uh, sitting at home with a glass of iced tea watching a game, and yeah. I got this call from Mark, uh, the constable, and said, I hear, hear you uh, are good at putting things together. And the next thing I know, I'm there working with them at the, at the, at the station. Wow. What an adventure that was. I guess so. Tell me one story. Is there anything? Is it, you get to ride, do some ride-alongs with Well, guys, yeah, we huh? ride along with the officers, usually yeah. at night. Uh, I've ridden all around San Antonio. On, uh, we serve about an 850,000 uh, population of people. Yeah. So Precinct 3 is the largest precinct in San Antonio. Uh, we go all the way out past Bandera Road and all the way around Walsham, mm. past that. And and so you get to see quite a bit. I, I told you earlier about a lady who was uh, <laughs> in a school zone. We were, I was doing a ride along with an officer, and he pulled her over, and she was speeding while on the telephone at the same time in a school zone. And uh, he he explained to her that was not right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I had to keep from laughing because those are recorded those those pullovers. <laughs> right. And uh, got back in the car and shut the door. And as soon as he went to put the car in gear, the lady sped, sped out again, got back on her phone. Oh, no. And yeah, yeah. And so he pulled her over again and read exp- her the riot act, and she got two more tickets. So. That's an expensive day for... Oh, I can imagine. But oh. you know, sometimes parents need to control their children. Yeah, no? Yeah. That's a concept. That'll yeah. preach. Yeah, that'll preach. <laughs> and I'm sure ministry happens uh, all the time then in, in every situation there. So, again, thank you for doing what you're doing. Obviously, yeah, there's a lot, even among the chaplains themselves. Wow. Now, the chaplains have ministered to me. I went into hospital and had a heart valve replacement. They were there to help there, and uh, they've been with me through... Uh, other things I've been through, and, and I thank him for that. I'm not that old a guy. I'm only 62, and uh, I find myself uh, sometimes looking back and, and thinking to myself it, it, how God you, just puts things together mm-hmm. to where you have support systems, where you have people around you that can help you. But you know you, you need to have a relationship with Jesus Christ first. When did you get saved, Pastor? I got saved when I was 21 years old in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. Yeah. And it's funny you brought that up because I got saved in a bathroom. Yeah, God bless you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. I tell mysterious the story. ways. They yeah. Say. Well, the pastor was preaching in, in uh, Gateway Baptist Church there in Gettysburg, uh, right next to the um, to the big battlefield. Oh, okay. And uh, he he got to me, and uh, what he said is, if I was to die today, would I go to heaven or hell? Mm-hmm. And he said, if you don't know Jesus, you're going to hell. And so that just struck me. I got up, walked out of the sanctuary, went in the bathroom, shut a stall door, and sat there and thought to myself, what did he just say? Yeah. And it wasn't long after that that there in that stall, I asked Jesus Christ into my life. Yeah. And I didn't even know how to really do it, but I did. And I walked out in the bathroom, straight up to the front. He was still preaching. I said, I just got saved in the bathroom, and I need to be baptized. <laughs> yeah. And, Back to the bathroom. He, <laughs> Back to the showers. He, he was totally taken back. As a pastor now of some 27 years, I, I realize what he must have thought when that yeah. happened. But at the time, to me, it just seemed like the logical thing to do. I was in the military, uh. and uh, I, I, I believed in following chain of command. And when, when God said that Jesus was first, he was first from that day in my life forward. 
Did you ever go back to that church or meet that pastor again? You know, I have, and that church, is, when I was there, was small. It, yeah. was, it was under 200, and today it's over 1,000. Yeah, okay. Uh, and that pastor is no longer there, but right. the youth minister was, and when I walked up, and it had been about five years, um, he called me by name, John Bobel, how are you doing? Wrapped his arms oh, around me cool. and hugged me, and I didn't remember who he was, but mm. he remembered me for some reason. But you weren't in the ministry yet when you saw him again. No, no. Yeah. I had my own company at the time. I was traveling. Right. And I was up in that area of Washington. I decided to rent a car and go out to Gettysburg and see see them and how they were doing. And he, uh, uh, in, in that business, I, we sold title insurance uh, software and systems all over the United States. And we were expanding and, and growing. And I was the vice president of that company. And, and uh, so I had that time to be able to do that. Yeah. All right. So now, uh, again, let me just remind our listeners here. You're listening to KSLR's uh, Church of the Week program here. I'm Baron Wiley uh, with Pastor John Bobel of Rolling Oaks Baptist Church. And uh, and Pastor, so now take us. You, you, you're saved. You've got your business going on. But then someday the Lord says it's ministry time. Yeah, it really happened just that way. One day uh, I was at work and and we were doing really well. Everything was going pretty, pretty good. And 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 God just like spoke to me and said, and I know that people think I'm strange when I say this, but he really spoke to me and said, I'm calling you now. Yeah. And uh, that night I actually went up, uh, took my Suburban and parked above the hill there where uh, it's Fiesta, Texas now. Uh-huh. And got out, walked out on the edge of that cliff and sat there. And God and I communed for about three hours. Wow. And I said, now you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> he said, "Well, I'm God. You don't know what you're talking about." And we went back and forth with this, and finally, I said, "Well, you know, I'm in my 30s already. It's a little late for me, seminary, and uh-huh. and all of that, you know." And he said, "It's never too late for me." Right. So you won't believe what I did with with guy Moses. You won't believe right. what I did with this guy. So I thought, well, all right. If if you really want me, then you you just show me. Okay. Uh, the next um, week. My pastor showed up at my place of work, and uh, my secretary announced he was there. And he said, John, I need you to go with me. Can you go with me? And I said, sure. I told my secretary, cancel all my appointments. The yeah. pastor needs me. I'm going to go. So we went across San Antonio to uh, Southwestern Theological Seminary's extension there. And uh, I walked in the door, and Juanita Root was there, and she said, okay, sign this, sign this. And I'm thinking I'm signing uh, financing papers for my pastor. Okay. I think I'm just taking care of I had money. I didn't care. You know, I'll sign these things. And I signed them, and she tore open some things and put them together and stapled them, put them in an envelope, handed me, said, okay, you start tomorrow. And <laughs> I, handed him the, I handed him the papers. He said, those are yours. And I looked at her, and she said, you just registered for seminary. <laughs> well, if that doesn't tell you that it's yeah. time, nothing else will, right? I guess Lord so, made a way when they're seen with no way. Yeah, and three weeks, uh, excuse me, three months later, I was pastor of a church. So, <laughs> and what did I have for my first courses? Old Testament, New Testament, field education, and preaching courses, all those things I need right away to be able to get in. Yeah. So talk about those first days of the first church there. Uh Actually, the, the, the church was amazing. Now, we, the first uh, interview was in Seguin. Uh-huh. Uh, I preached for a pulpit committee. It was terrible. Uh, my children were little demons on the way there, and I was already nervous. And, and I actually had to pull over and I- issue some discipline. And when we got there, it was horrible. I mean, my, yeah. even my pastor patted me on the back and said, I'll pray for you yeah. that they will call. Yeah. And uh, as, as things go, 
I got a call from him one day and said, listen, the, the pastor that was supposed to come in and preach for us on Sunday isn't going to be able to make it. Would you mind coming and preaching for us? And I did. And uh, total difference. Mm-hmm. People were walking the aisles. Uh, people got saved. There was recommitments. There, it was just an amazing Sunday. And I can't tell you what was said because I don't remember yeah. anything the that Holy I Spirit said. showed up. Huh? Absolutely. I mean, uh, if ever that was the case. Yeah. And um, uh, the deacons took me into the pastor's office said, if you'll be, sit here for a moment. Uh, what I didn't know, they were voting on me to be their pastor. Mm. And so they came and got me and said, we'd like to tell you the bad news. Uh, congratulations. Yeah, and and, <laughs> and and in our Baptist life, that's not the way it's done. There's this mm-hmm. negotiation. They talk about things, the credentials, the whole thing. And yeah. uh, we're sitting in the in the truck to go home, and my wife said, "John, you're in the ministry now. What do we do?" And I said, "Well, I guess I go home and get ready for tonight." Yeah, you know, and that's how it's always been. It's never been a lot of fluff. It's been about getting the ministry done. Amen. Uh, again, you listen to KSLR's Church of the Week program here, Baron Wiley with uh, Pastor John Bobell of Rolling Oaks Baptist Church. If you want to learn more about the church uh, very easily, they're on that thing called the Internet uh, at rollingoaksbaptistchurch.com. If you'd like to call the church and get more information, it's 210-590-4177. Uh, but, but again, located on Winslow Road. And again, Pastor, help us put that on the map there. What's the best way, from Topper Wine? Sure. If you're, if you're coming uh, from any other part of San Antonio, just take I-35 North to hit Topper Wine, make a left, and go about a mile down the road. You'll come down into Little Valley. Mm-hmm. If you look off to your left side, you'll see three crosses on a mound, big mound. That is our church. It actually has a big sign that says Rolling Oaks Baptist Church on it. It'd be hard to miss How it. How convenient. Yeah, it's a very big, smart big idea. cross, <laughs> you know, about 25 foot tall or so. Yeah. Well, let's talk about what happens on a Sunday morning over at Rolling Oaks Baptist Church there. Do you, have, do you start off with Sunday school first? We do have a Sunday school Bible study, small group study, and... Uh, it's broken up pretty much by age group, but we float in and out how we want to. Uh, and that starts at um, 9.30. Okay. And Do you lead that, sir? I teach the senior adults. Good for you. Yeah, I wanted to get in there and teach. I never taught senior adults before coming to this church. And so it was a little scary to go in with those guys. Because you're a They know punk, everything, you know? You're that punk kid. Yeah, and I'm the punk. <laughs> I come in to know it all, right? Yeah. And uh, found out it was the most amazing place to sure. be. And I have been teaching there most of my time. Uh, they're at Rolling Oaks. Oh, uh, then at 1045, we have our worship service. Mm-hmm. And uh, that goes for an hour or so. Wor- uh, talk, talk about your worship leader for a second. Uh, my worship leader is Rick Tang. He's uh-huh. uh, Chinese. Uh-huh. Amazing guy. He's been at the church actually longer than I have. Really? Uh, and his wife, Ada, is amazing. They're a wonderful ministry couple. We have a uh, youth minister, Brian Bachman, who I served with at Mayfield Park on the south side. While I was there, he's came back to me, and I thank God that he sent him. Amen. And uh, he's going through the very beginnings of, will you be our youth minister? Uh-huh. So we're real excited about that as well. Well, congratulations thank there, you. too. Do you have, so he, he leads uh, the youth uh, on, in the evenings. You all take care of the youth, don't you? That's correct. Yeah, we have a youth that come back together again uh, on Sunday evening uh-huh. uh, right around 5 o'clock. And then uh, on Wednesday, uh, we have youth uh, time. They have a group called Rooted. And they get together, they're rooted in Christ, they're strong, deeply entrenched to him. And leading people to Christ and, and knowing who Christ is personally are the two goals of that ministry. I love it. And again, you're just right down the street from Wood Middle School, so your mission field is right That's there correct. in your backyard. I love it. Mm-hmm. And then again, Sunday school, actually adult classes on Wednesday nights as well at 6.30. Do you teach that too? We, we do a little differently than okay. a lot of people. Um, we we have a study group, which everyone is involved in, although our youth still have rooted uh, our children's ministries still have their ministries. 
but as far as the adults go, mostly we are going through a series um, that comes up with Right Now Media. I don't know if you've heard of Right Now yeah, Media. Yeah, sure. It's a great resource. Yeah, and there's over 12,000 pieces yeah. of content there yeah. on there. And we find that we can get some of the very best pastors and orators in the country and the world. Why not? Uh, to come right to our church that way. So uh, that pastor, whoever's on the video, and, and me get together, and we lead amazing studies throughout the year. And then discussion obviously happens after Absolutely. that. Absolutely. And ministry happens sure. there as well, there too. And you wouldn't believe how many people have gone into different ministries of our church because of that type of ministry. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, knowing this and just hearing your devotionals that we've been hearing every morning here on KSLR uh, as uh, as Rolling Oaks Baptist Church is our KSLR Church of the Week there, too. You like to inject a little humor into your uh, your your pulpit ministry there, too. So you believe in sharing the good news with the, with a smile on your face. I have no idea where you got that from. <laughs> well, I listen to my own station. So <laughs> yeah, the, the promos might say a little something about that. I love humor. It's a it's. You know, I believe that our Lord had a lot yeah. of humor. I don't know that we always see it in the writings, but I think the apostles are a little dry. Yeah. Uh, but when it comes to that area, but I believe there's a lot of humor. You know, God gave us this thing inside of us to be able to laugh and to smile. Mm-hmm. Uh, the med- medical science tells us that the more that we smile, the more that we laugh, the more these different things happen inside of us that make us stop aging or slow down our aging. Mm. Sorry, those people who sell makeup and things like that. But, but it slows that down and makes our heart better, and, mm. and we just become a better person all around. Another thing I know that's important to you in the church, there is some, maybe some, some ministries that, uh, that you do. I know that you are involved with, a, with the food bank and something called Take It to the Streets, and you do a movie night with the church. So talk, yeah, we, talk about what, what's, what's on your radar there that's, that's, that you'd like to be involved with. Uh, well, one of the big things is, the, the big nuts, is that getting involved, getting the church involved outside the church walls. Mm-hmm. We have a tendency in churches to do a lot of stuff for ourselves, become self-serving. And my goal has always been to break that up in our church and not let, let that happen. Yeah, we have uh, baseball teams. We have bullying and things like that that we do as sports. And that's mostly for recreation to get people's muscles moving and so forth. But uh, Take It to the Streets is a great ministry. Mm-hmm. Other churches are joining with us around San Antonio uh, we go to a location uh, right downtown and help feed the hungry. We take clothes down there. Awesome. Uh, what free haircuts? Um, you wouldn't believe the ministry that all the churches bring. People bring food that's better than a lot of the restaurants that I that I know, I've been to. <laughs> yeah, it's really great. Awesome. I look at it sometimes and think maybe I should sit down in here and have one of these plates too. Mm. Uh, but isn't that beautiful? Uh, and it. we sit down with the people who are living on the streets of San Antonio and let them know they're special. Let them know that God loves them, and they're human, Yeah, and touch them, to be able to touch them physically and say, hey, I'm not afraid to touch you. And it's a great thing to do with your yeah. family. Absolutely. And teach, yeah. You're my boys, my girls. Yeah. To, my boys go down. Uh, yeah. uh, of course, they have their families and so forth, but they go down. The, 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 we take the kids, the, the children's ministry, mm. go, go down and serve on big trays, pizza, and different plates. Another ministry that I saw on your website, and uh, the website is rollingoaksbaptistchurch.com, that I really, really love and appreciate, especially since I know that you've uh, got a history in the military there, is that you support a ministry called Faith Comes by Hearing. Right. I love it. Yeah, uh, Faith Comes by Hearing actually is a pretty easy ministry to support. And the, the idea there is that you can get Bibles, and the, they're actually digital Bibles, yeah. into the hands of ser- servicemen all over the world. And working through them, if you go to our website, com, you'll find a link to that ministry. 
and it will show you how you can personally get involved in that. If you love the military mm-hmm. in San Antonio, as Military City USA, you ought to get on there and be involved. The church gets nothing from that. It all goes directly to that ministry. Oh, see, that's why, again, I love what you're doing over there, too. And I, I can brag on them just a little more about it. I just know that you can't walk into uh, Afghanistan or, or maybe one of these Muslim predominant with, the, with your Bible in your hand. Yeah. But this military Bible stick is the word on a, on a digital stick. And they just plug their headphones in. And they get the word right there in their headphones, and it's just an amazing ministry. And that the military can't keep up with the demand. The chaplains have to request it. That's exactly right. And so, again, you can find out more about that just by going to rollingoaksbaptistchurch.com. Uh, pastors, we're wrapping up here, too. Would you take a second and uh, invite our listeners to, uh, to come visit you? Sure. We have a great family church. If you're looking for a place that values children and wants you to grow in Christ, mm-hmm. wants you to become mature. Maybe you've been in a church for a long time, or maybe you've been reading your own Bible by yourself for a long time, and you find, well, I don't think I'm maturing. That can happen at Early Noakes, and I invite you to come and be with us. And again, too, you meet on Sunday morning, starting with Sunday school at 930, and then worship starts at 1045. Now, I think I left something out there. When, because all good Baptist churches do this, when do you eat? When's the big covered dish? Man, uh, <laughs> has it been a while? Uh, I'm not a I'm not a little guy. Uh, <laughs> go to our website, you'll find that out. But I, I was I was a lot smaller before I came yeah. to this church. They eat good, and uh, it comes at different times of the month. I got you. Usually, uh, usually, usually it's it's on, the, usually on a Wednesday night or something like third, that. Yeah, but ours is on the Sunday right after church. It was, oh. We have a big group, and this, I think it's the third third Sunday. All right. Uh, they just come and get me and say you need to pray over the food, food so we can eat. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> And if you're a good pastor, you know yeah. you have to try a little of everything. Yeah, I know. You don't, you don't want to hurt anyone's feelings, you don't right? Want to upset yeah. Sister Rosenberg over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not her. No, 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 no. That green bee casserole again is coming up. All right, good. Go. Well, again, thank you, Pastor, so much for being here and for being our KSR Church of the Week. And uh, God bless you. It's a pleasure. Thank you for having me. And I thank you for listening to AM 630 KSLR. If you've enjoyed the conversation, maybe you missed a day of the devotionals. I hope you didn't. Well, guess what? You can hear it on demand at KSLR.com. Just click our KSLR Church of the Week link. And uh, that and the podcast of this program is all right there. And again, we thank you for listening to The Word in South Texas, AM 630 KSLR. Thank you for joining us today as we featured the AM 630 KSLR Church of the Week. We hope that during this past half hour, you got a chance to know the pastor and learn something about their church. We encourage you to get involved in your local community church. If you'd like to nominate your pastor to be featured on an upcoming Church of the Week program, submit your nominations at kslr.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com.